Hey everybody, how's it going? This is Real with Juan Martinez. And Stephanie Ray. Man, Stephanie, you know what? It's been a little bit, right? I mean, the shows have been going, right? Yeah. We we actually, you know, I had the whole anniversary thing mm-hmm. with my wife, so we, I kind of left. And then immediately after rest, that. Rest, refreshed. Re- rested that. and refreshed. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, I feel like all of a sudden I need rest again, you know? <laughs> it's kind of one of those things. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, when I got back, you took off. Yeah. And so, um, how was that? How was oh, Colombia? It, it was Come great. on. It was so good to see some family for a short little trip and, you know, spend some time out there and yeah. uh, enjoy, you know, the mountains. And what was, that. like, the one thing that you would say on that trip was super dope? Um, I would say riding horses down the mountains. That was, like, my favorite part. Yeah. Up and down the mountains. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, it was and getting to, like, hear my family. I shared this, like, at, at the staff meeting yeah, yeah, yeah. last week. You know, getting to hear my family that they watch online. Wow. And I didn't even know because that's Col- not even their language. Colombia. <laughs> they're out there representing. Hey, yeah. but, you know, I got. So, I mean, were you, like, galloping or were you, like,. I mean, were you like the, 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 no, of this both. Nonsense? You know both. both. Oh yeah? yeah, you're that girl. You're yeah. like you gonna ride? Oh, yeah, okay. I like horseback riding. <laughs> that's yeah, what's yeah, up. Yeah. Okay, so that's cool. That cool. Now, um, we have some shout outs. Some people wrote us letters, man. I, we were so appreciative of all the letters you write. Um, the people that comment. You know, we're on the radio uh, in Houston. Big shout out to Dallas because we're on the radio in Dallas yep. uh, and also in Austin. And so we're just honored to be able to bring the gospel, mm-hmm. the good news, hot topics, keeping it real on yep. This Is Real. And so great advice and conversation. Yeah. So we want to send a special shout out to uh, Brother Jesse Rodriguez Brother over Jesse. at Connolly Unit, man. Come Thank on. you so much for writing us. We're praying for you and, and sending you love and encouragement as well as uh, Brandon Swearingen all the way in styles. Man, really I like the way it. you said that. Let's, yeah. say that yeah, let's say that one more time. That, I mean, that was pretty. <laughs> No, it almost sounded like you were going to say, I swear, but then you're swearing gin. Brandon swearing gin. I'm Brandon swearing gin. Come on. That's how you pronounce his last name, man. That's we cool. thank you so much for writing and sharing with us your thoughts and your prayer requests and all of the above. Just know that we, you know, we read every single letter that um, yeah. comes in. And so we're sending you guys love and, and encouragement. And, and a team, I believe they're actually getting something back too, yeah. right? Um, for, I know that we're trying to also get books in all the prisons, you know, so for every book that gets bought out of the latest book that I wrote, we're giving a book away. So I think the next units are Beto unit, I believe, yes. right? Beto and um, Cofield. Cofield. Yes. Yeah, man. I'm and like, so, you know, we're not going to mount 106 <laughs> prisons. We're going to be down to 102 prisons. So uh, the best way you could do that is keep buying books. Yeah, make sure you go visit yep. uh, JuanMartinez.tv and get yep. your copy of Beyond the Yellow Brick Road where you get to dive in deeper into unlocking the promises of God. And just know everywhere books are sold, you're able to purchase one. Yeah. Whether you're purchasing one for yourself or you're gifting one to a friend, on our end, you know, Pastor Juan's mission is to put mm-hmm. a book in the hand of every single person that's uh, locked up behind bars in the state of Texas. Yeah. So we want to reach that goal. And you're, Tell your family. You're supporting right that. Out. Yeah. If you're like, write your family. You know, we're actually selling lit, yeah. boxes now of books, so we're selling them at a, you know, by the box. Yeah, we've people got lots of people telling us that, hey, yeah. you know what, I want to hand some out over here where I'm at, yeah. so how can I get a box? So if you're interested in all of that, please visit JuanMartinez.tv yeah. and send us And you know what? Now, I'm going to do something a little crazy, and I don't know how I'm going to get this in per person, but if they're, if you're out there and you're, you know, you're incarcerated or you're in a, because uh, we also did men's and women's homes, right. you know, just people who are struggling or stuck. You know, write us a letter. Write us a letter. You'll hear mm-hmm. that at the end, and uh, let us know where you're at. And uh, you never know. Maybe uh, we'll send you a book. Come mm-hmm. on, we'll send Amen. you a book. It's all about getting the, setting the captives free, right? Not Amen. just the ones yeah. incarcerated, but the ones who've created bars within themselves. Yep. And so right. we want to help you, them see. You know what I mean? And so you know, today we have an incredible show with all the stuff going on. Yeah, we've been uh, having a great conversation. Yeah. And I mean, you see the, the today I had to like 
you know, <laughs> his fit. Like, We're gonna describe like, his fit for those. I, who I feel are like listening. I had to, you know, I had to rock you got some young J's. vibes. Young going. vibes. That's young it. Vibes. That's yeah. it. I tell my wife all the time, I'm a college student. I throw on a backpack and instantly I'm like, I'm a college student. She's yeah. like, whatever. So there's many styles to Pastor Juan. There's That's the, it. you know, I'm preaching yeah. style. There's the kicking it style. That's it. Just depends Today where you're going. The, Come on. I'm young style. Today, that's it. I got the hat to the back, the jean jacket. Come on. Jean jacket over the hoodie. The hoodie. The kickies. The kickies. I made it cute. Uh, oh, wait, I got the helican <laughs> hoodie, too. <laughs> never mind, never mind. Not hey, that I went from vibe. dope to like, oh, how cute are the kickies? Oh, he looks so cute in his kickies. <laughs> oh, my God. And you know why I, mean, I did this? Yeah, you know why, why I did this? I did this because, um, you know, every week we have topics, and, you know, we've been talking about starting where you are, and right. we've talked to adults about starting where you are. You mm-hmm. had Aaron talking about starting mm-hmm. where you are, and we've talked about Beyond the Olympic Road, but today, right? you know what we got? We got youth pastors generation pastors in the building woo, woo. come on and i'm excited about that man yeah. um we got pastors mark and sharia right that, what's up come guys on. hey man what are you guys you guys have let me tell you something i had to pull out the sway <laughs> I, like I, I had to hold up because i'm like i'm thinking like when you look there you kind of look at your face you can't you can't two things that happen when you look at these guys yeah. you know if you can't see them let me tell you something <laughs> on youtube you can see them but if you're just listening to the radio or the podcast you look at this is what happens to me i look at them and i think two things i think dang they got some style uh-huh. every time everybody it don't matter <laughs> hey the kids are in style if they had a parakeet the it'd family, be in style yeah, yeah i mean the parakeet would have a hair it don't matter if they had a, any animal the fish they'd be like with oh a you know no matter what it is they would have style and then they're fit uh-huh so it's almost like i mean come on i, I look at serena someone i'm like girl this girl carrying a truck on her back i'm like <laughs> it's like it's incredible how you guys uh are young because a lot of times the you know, well, first of all, introduce yourself a little bit. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. My name is Mark Flores. I uh, serve as the Generations Pastor at Get Rap Church. So that's pretty incredible. So cool. if you're ever in the spring area, come on through. Uh, nice. And this is my amazing smoking hot wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, you guys hey. Are, hey. <laughs> she goes, hey. She goes, what an introduction. I like that intro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This is so funny. I was t- sharing with them earlier that, yeah. you know, when they first started coming and they were visiting at the church, you know, we didn't, we didn't know them, know them, right? Yeah, yeah. So we just, when we would talk about them in passing, you know, we'd always, at Pastor Juan, too, we're like, oh, you know, oh, the, the model couple. Remember yeah, the, model the model couple? couple. <laughs> yeah, the model couple. Always the model couple. You know, big shout out also to Marco, the media guy, man, who's always behind doing his thing you know today he's got that director look man he's been getting more serious about this thing man (laughs) he's got a director's chair you know slapping things around what's going on but um you know the the thing is that a lot of times um when we think about um young Mm -hmm. right i mean stephanie you're still in that bracket thanks uh you know well you know you're getting older you're like (laughs) like, (laughs) but but you know uh uh, correct me if i'm wrong like i mean i know for me you Mm -hmm. know i i didn't live the life that you guys are living right now and there was always this sense of like that's when i get older that i live like that (laughs) you know which i think is a lie and a myth you know so what do you guys think like you know the fact that you guys are young you got good health, you're young, you guys are parents, and what compels you to like live for the Lord, right? Because a lot of times I think, you know, well, I'll have time for that. It's almost like, I guess the the thought process oh, yeah. is that if you were young, mm-hmm. you could just live however and just do whatever and everything mm-hmm. goes, right? And it's like right. this wild life. But you guys are young, look great, you know, have swag, all that stuff that they say. Yeah. Is there a new word? Because I'm still on swag. Drip. 
Oh, okay. the drip? I'm, okay. I looked around. I'm like, somebody throw me a word. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the drip. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't know these That's words. It. There's That's a period, it. right? Isn't this a period? Right, yeah. right. Okay, period. now, you know, we're going to learn <laughs> yeah. something. Hey, listen, period. I'm 50. Gone. Period. Period. Okay, so, 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 so check it out. Um, yeah, according to that, what do you think about that? And what compels you guys to, like, serve the Lord and be the way you are at such a young age? Mm -hmm. Sure, sure. You know, I will add on to this. It's, yeah. it's interesting because once, like, when you're outside of God's will for your life, like, that's what he tells you. Like, the enemy will try to lie to you and say, hey, you know, that's just for your, when you get older, right? Yeah. But I feel like once you make that decision that Jesus, like, you are Lord of my life, mm -hmm. then it flips. Because I can't tell you how many times that I've thought myself, like, man, I'm too old. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Man, I'm gonna be 35 this year. I'm only five years away from 40, and yeah. I'm like, things are getting more serious, huh? <laughs> right, right. And so, so the enemy is trying to lie to me and say, hey, look, you're too old. You might want to hang the hat, but you know what? Uh, what what keeps us rooted is just seeing all of the lives that are transformed. Yeah. And I'm like, look, if God can use a donkey, He can certainly use a 34 year old guy That's from cool. Houston, Texas. You know? Mm -hmm. That's pretty awesome. And, and so, uh, just to see lives truly being transformed uh, makes it all the more rewarding. It makes it worth it. Yeah. How about you, Sheree? Like, right? I mean, you're young. You, I mean, you could you could have that mentality mm -hmm. too. Like, I could do whatever. But like you're married, Shrey's you're a younger, mom. So she's <laughs> younger, so you know. you're younger. a mom. <laughs> you're, you're a mom of two beautiful children, right? And um, basically, you still like you love the Lord. You work out. You're constantly pouring into, uh, you know, the, the generations, mm -hmm. yeah, young women stuff. So, what compels you to do that and not really go wild? Or did you have a season where you went wild and you're like, hey, I did. I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I believe it's, um, you know, I was raised in church my whole entire life. Um, nice. But I believe, you know, it was those seeds that my parents planted, you know, inside of, inside of me. And, um, you know, I did have my moment where yeah. I wilded out. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but God definitely, I didn't, I couldn't run too far. You know, wow. couldn't run too far, and um, that's why that song "Reckless Love" yeah rocks me every time. You know, I listen to it because I believe that you know he left the 99 for me to pull me back. Mm -hmm. Wow! And, um, like Mark said, just seeing our young people um, encounter Jesus and um, you know see them wreck at the altar really it drives it just drives me, and um, I, I love it. Yeah. Wow! What are some of the things you would say um you know being the fact with i mean it's chaotic out there right yeah. now right they're making oh, yeah. i feel like every day they make another law that i'm like uh why would they do that from the womb to <laughs> the you know adolescent age already yes. you know there's yes. so many things that are changing and different than what we experienced yeah, whenever things we were they're trying to call them babies, babies and all kinds of stuff yeah. like i think that's crazy like you, you know at four years old they can make decisions you know the guy that was doing the interview was kind of joking like oh so does he pick his college and all that at four mm -hmm. like right. who makes a decision at four i barely can make decisions now yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know and so um what are some of the things you guys see because you guys on a day-to-day -day are always working with young, young generations right like uh children um and then teenagers and stuff what is something that you're seeing today that you're like is a whole lot different from when you were young 
and what are some of the problems you see today? Yes, sir. Well, it's very interesting because I think as generations progress, like the struggle becomes, you know, that much more intense. Like the fire gets heated up, right? It's the yeah. same. It's the same battle, but just different. It looks different, right? And I remember um, when I was growing up, I would always hear my youth pastor talk about a fatherless generation, right? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I grew up with my father, you know, being president, and yeah. and so it didn't really make sense to me at that at that time. And so fast forward 10, 10 years later, right? Uh, we are dealing with young people on a weekly and even daily basis who don't have a father, an active father in their lives. And so to hear them talk about just the different struggles that they face, um, you know, I know parents, when they hear about this, like they're just blown away because they have no idea how much like a lack of a, of a godly manly figure in their life makes a world of a difference in these young people's lives. And mm-hmm. so, uh, so now fast forward, it's like you're, you're seeing these young people that have to grow up without wow. that role model in their home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe, you know, some of them see men come in and out and it's intense because now as a young person, as a 12 year old, as a 13 year old, now you're having to take that role that you weren't really designed to at that age. You know, now they got to be a mother or, you know, they're a young guy. They got to be a father, right, the right. man of the house. You know, I've talked to many of them even this week that say, you know, um, you know, I had to get a job and help my mom out because I couldn't stand seeing her struggle or our lights got cut off or, you know, just, just so that. this show kind of turns into a men aren't being men. <laughs> Even though, like you get insane. And you know, as you were talking, you know, I just had this random, you know, thought because, you know, I think of seed time and harvest all the time. Right. You know, I, I look at life that way, you know, seed time and harvest. I look at my wife as a garden. I look at my children like a garden, you know, and what my, my employees, everything I look like mm-hmm. from a garden perspective, what am I, what kind of harvest do I want from that relationship? And it, then I utilize the word of God or the seed, right. you know, to be that, right? So it can be heavenly, right? Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, but I was hearing you talk and uh, you were talking and I was thinking, because all, you said your youth pastor always talked about a, a fatherless generation. Correct. And I believe that that's been happening now for a long time. Now, right. it's crazy because even now we still have a fatherless generation, but every year it gets worse, you were saying. Right. And that's because I believe like this generation who didn't have fathers, they're experiencing things yeah. that it's like a seed time, you know, mm. and it's being planted. And as w- the harvest that we're seeing now is from all those generations who did not have a father, yeah. exactly. mm-hmm. who they were forced to live a certain way. And then mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying? So right, the more right. we continue, unless we bring fathers back into the home, um, we won't reverse it. It'll get mm-hmm. worse and worse. And, yeah. and, you know, that's biblically, it sounds like we're going to get crazy. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. the fatherless are raising the fatherless. So it's like, where are they learning it from? Where are they learning it from? And so if they good. have no relationship with the Heavenly Father. Right. Right. Know, which that would even be hard to understand, right? Yeah. Because when we're saying like, hey, have a relationship, you know, their equivalent or understanding of a relationship, which mm-hmm. is probably why we have so many divorces and so many bad relationships, right. because... Mm-hmm. They don't really understand relationships. Sheree, mm-hmm. I see you thinking. Hit me. Yes. No. Um, so, you know, you're you're speaking on how um, I'm going to fall out of this chair. Come on. Um, <laughs> <Passion>. <laughs> how, you know, I, I didn't really understand the, you know, fatherless generation mm-hmm. until yeah. we became youth pastors, you right. know, because wow. I always had my my father and he's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. You so know? amazing. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and so you know, I am, when we became youth pastors, um, these kids 
really become your kids yeah, yeah. you know mm-hmm. and i see some of them like how they cling on to mark sometimes yeah, and exactly. they look up to him mm-hmm. you know like a father mm-hmm. and um it just it really it touches my heart um but also um our our young our young girls um they are struggling right now with identity yeah. and right. um there's you know a lot of mothers that are not in the picture right um so you know yesterday we kind of we had our breakout sessions and you know guys went with guys and girls went with girls and you know it it just really it broke my heart to just hear um you know what our young women are going through you know feeling like they have to live a certain way because of social media mm-hmm. or um you know i gotta look like that or i gotta dress like that i gotta mm. be you know i this certain weight or um because i'm not accepted or Mm -hmm. um i even you know there was a a young a young lady you know saying that she had to look a certain way or her mom didn't accept her wow and so i'm just like you know it just it breaks breaks you you, It, it just it breaks you and so i'm i'm very blessed and i i know that god you know has put mark and i here you know um for this time to you know, speaking to these young, these young people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so. I, I know for me, like, you know, uh, we're, I'm actually in process of working on a book uh, called Imperfect Dads, One Perfect Father with like the chaplain of the Chargers and like uh, Scott Silveri and Richard Bright. Right. So it's awesome. all of us come from different backgrounds and stuff. And I right. was kind of just reviewing and knowing what we were going to talk about, some of the main points there. And I remember uh, growing up and what I would, you know, basically fathers that were like presented on TV, you know, like I would always think yeah, like, you TV know, dad. see the TV dads, <laughs> uh-huh. you know, like the Cosby show and, you know, there were awesome shows, mm-hmm. but they never really represented my home. Mm-hmm. You know what right, I mean? Right. So what it did to me, it was it created kind of like this fantasy mm-hmm. that I kind of was like, well, they don't really have, like, who has a family like that? Yeah. And who has a dog? It's not like, I, even though, like, now we have <laughs> yeah, a dog, yeah, but yeah. you got to really think, like, you know, yeah. for me, that was, like, so foreign. And mm-hmm. who, what do you mean he comes home and mm-hmm. they go here and they do this or they sit at the table and have these kind of conversations? I'm like, whatever. Yeah. Like, who does that? Like, <laughs> it's just a show. Yeah. And I'm thinking maybe if I enjoyed it so much because I had a void in my heart and really, like, you know, I started you know now that I'm, I'm listening and kind of just like thinking about what we talked about you know uh a lot of it involved fathers and roles of a father but th- that a lot of people really didn't see because i'm that guy whom um my dad left at eight and even though mm-hmm. a stepdad stepped in i didn't really know how to receive that mm-hmm. and um, i didn't really understand what that kind of relationship because that relationship at an early age was like smoking cigarettes drinking mm-hmm. you know so it was more like a homeboy mm-hmm. than it was a father who would uh not beat me to being scared you know because we think of the father like Rawr. right it was right. more like he sh- I believe a father doesn't crush your spirit, but he breaks your will. Mm-hmm. He breaks your desires. You know, like, mm-hmm. I want to do this. He's like, no. You know, and it teaches you those things. And I didn't, I was I just rebelled. I was already <laughs> upset, you know. And so what about you, Steph? I know you dealt with, like, youth and all that when, yeah. when you're talking about generations. What is no, that? I, I think that's that's exactly what, you know, Mark and Sherry are talking about is that so many, like Sherry was saying, that you see them cling to yeah. the pastors and you see them cling to the older, you know, people in the youth group and stuff like that. And 
And once you get to know them a little bit more, you understand that, you know what, they're going through so many things in their home. You know, we think, I mean, we think it's hard to figure out adult life as an adult. We'll try figuring out how to be a child and an adult while being a child, you know? And something that I've kind of like um, seen a lot with generations was that, I don't know, I felt like speaking to parents too was saying that, look you don't understand this role like i understand there's a need you know sometimes it is like the child does have mm. to go to work and do this right. i'm like but where where possible allow them to be a child you right. know allow them to be a child because unfortunately we can't change cir- circumstances you know unfortunately yeah, yeah. if the child has to work that child has to work or if the the daughter has to you know watch the kids but then as a parent be aware of the situation your your special circumstance and allow them to be children in the way and still treat them as children you know mm. because that's what they are yeah and i think a lot of times in homes like um you know th- there's roles there's that you know a lot of times you hear women and i'm always trying to like correct them and a big shout out to all the you know single moms who have to do mm-hmm. all the work Anytime. but they're moms and i think a lot of times they're like i'm the dad i'm like no you can't say that because you're basically you're you're creating this view of like this is what a dad looks like and even right. though it's missing yeah, I, I just think it's, it's not a, possible it, yeah it's not right like right. a dad saying i'm the mom like you're not the mom you're just the dad mm-hmm. that has to do both the you're jobs right. yeah but it's not you know uh that's where you discipline you mentor you teach you nurture and and sometimes i believe like especially in this generation you know like we were sent outside you know i guess to play to yeah, play yeah. And, and stuff but yep. we only could go outside for so long mm-hmm. and we had to come in um nowadays it's almost like we've allowed electronics to teach our children yeah uh and and we don't really you know it, you got to be careful with that because then you don't you don't spend that quality time you don't really mentor and teach mm-hmm. they're learning everything at a young age i mean i'm addicted to a phone i think half the right. planet is if they're mm-hmm. going to be honest right. Uh, right we carry it everywhere you know yeah. it's mm-hmm. a phone it's like part of your body you mm-hmm. you know watch out if later they try to put a phone in your hand mm-hmm. or something but Right. You know, um, we're addicted to those things. So imagine training a child in the way it should go with a phone mm-hmm. at a young age. That means by the time they're older, they're never going to talk to people. They're going to have like a phone on their face, you know? Yeah. Right. That's yeah, so go true. ahead, Pastor Moore. Now, um, as you were speaking, I just couldn't help to think but that, you know, it's so important that we raise our children and, and, and teenagers in, in godly homes and, and yeah. instill some of, yeah, at least at minimum, some of God's word into them because... Fact. Uh, what I believe is that if you don't if you don't lay this foundation, a biblical one, they're just gonna be learned from <laughs> like <a> culture. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Uh, <laughs> they're gonna the culture is just gonna right. train them. You mm-hmm. know, and what we found firsthand, and it's so much more difficult to crack break that foundation because it's already there. You yeah. Know? One and, thing I, I've really realized, and you know. I think all of us share that is that, you know, being raised in church and being in a godly home that even though we have like those crazy years or we may do that. But like you said, those seeds that were planted as a as a child, you know, those things you definitely like don't forget and they always bring you back, you know. So that's one thing that, you know, as as generations pastors, I know that you guys do, because so many times, you know, I've had conversations with parents where they're like, well, I can't help it. Everyone, you know, well, they all get phones at seven years old and you know everyone at their school is doing that sometimes i think parents think that they don't they don't have the power to affect change but i feel like it's no you're you 
can affect change because right. people are watching your family people are watching your kids and your kid can be the change that that school needs that right. everything you know right. it can definitely I mean, like shift I'm like, for like, I'm talking over here. <laughs> 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 I'm laughing laughing I'm like uh, you know I don't know I just, just a little sleep <laughs> I, just, I just had you know yeah. I said we oh lord grace and mercy because we preached last night hey, drove from out of town that's you know commitment the, the, check it out so and you know every now and look all I did, like, if laughter is medicine right now, I just saved myself, uh -huh. you know, a few dollars yeah. in, in future uh, <laughs> hospital visits. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, let's let's get into some of the segments because I want to hear some sure. of the stuff. I believe, like, there's a lot of learning lessons when we do these segments. And so, uh, you know, you could start with that one. Yeah, because I think that's really good. Sure. So we're going to hit you guys with the struggle was real, the struggle right? struggle was so real. The kids, you know, they still say the struggle is real, right? But we, we want to share with everyone who's listening, you know, whether mm -hmm. they're in their cars or watching online, you know, something that you struggled with and it could be together it could be individually yeah. and and how you overcame it right because there's people listening and they might relate they might think oh well you know we heard their story yeah they're raising charity their generations pastors and you know they yeah. they didn't struggle with nothing yeah so hit look us. at them you know, you know to, <laughs> come to, on and keep it real keep <laughs> all right, right, right. <laughs> 100 right um i mean going along with the whole like fatherless generation that was almost us you know and uh there was a time in our marriage actually year three where we were separated for uh, nah. that, that whole year yes yeah. so uh, a whole year wow and, and uh, i mean i had the divorce papers ready to go all i needed was a signature and sharia you had paid off a divorce attorney i mean so we talk wow. about being on the verge like we oh, were yeah, yeah. and you invested that. some money Right. You need to get I that mean, back. we're already invested. We've got to reach out to that guy. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> yeah. But um, with, with that being said, you know, I would say that was the most wow. real uh, struggle. struggle. And I'll let you kind of share more because, you know, you have a lot. You, I love the way you word it. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Sharia's got that, you know. I think, Sharia, we got to bring you on. Look at you. Seriously. He's got that. <laughs> sing He's us got a that song high. next time. Come on. <laughs> um, I, for me, um, you, be real, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Come on. Um, for me. We'll have the beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, I didn't realize that I had a lot of anger inside. Wow. Um, not until COVID hit um, is okay. when I discovered that I had horrible anger issues wow okay. and why i say that is because you know not until covid hit we were busy and so we could ignore mm -hmm. everything mm -hmm. that was going on inside yeah mm -hmm. and so covid hits everything gets shut down so now all you have is some crying kids you know a sassy six-year-old daughter and then your <laughs> husband right yeah. and so you really can't go anywhere right. and you have to face it yeah you have to yeah. face it and so um, during that time, um, I was dealing with anger. Wow. And um, I would get very, very angry. I, I didn't even realize that I had that on the inside. And it took a lot, a lot of prayer, a lot. There was times where I would tell him, just leave me alone. Like, leave me alone. I need to be by myself. Mm -hmm. And I would shut my door and I would cry to the top of my wow. lungs. And, um, and so I... God's gotten me through that. Thank you, Jesus, <laughs> because it's a horrible feeling. It's horrible, and um, and so that's something that I've God's helped me with. So how'd you overcome that? So you know, just really your wife pour, pouring into me. Um, that's you know, cool. That's cool. So you have to be vulnerable. 
Right. Basically, you right. That's what you did to overcome. You basically, you know, a lot of times everybody knows you're angry mm -hmm. except you. Mm -hmm. You right. really do know, but you almost get prideful, yeah. right? And you're like, yes. it's y'all's <laughs> problem. You know? yes. So you have to get to a place that maybe you go to somebody. Well, first you have to recognize, man, maybe I am mm -hmm. angry. And right. then reach out to somebody that you trust is basically what you're saying. Right. To, and allow them to go, okay, girl, you're angry. You know, yeah. right. let's, let's help you here. So that's really good. I that's applaud cool. you for that. Yeah, that's a cool process. Yeah, I applaud you for that. That's really awesome. That's really, and it's awesome that you guys, how did you guys, uh, what did you guys do, you know, to overcome and get back, like to mend this back? Obviously the Bible is always talking about reconciliation. Mm -hmm. So how'd you guys, you know, how, cause you guys look happy now. Oh yeah, you know, you know she, she's now. And another thing, her being angry with the way she lives got you nervous. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a different little difference. Little she's girl, strong. You know, no strong, not strong at all. You that know, may have explained she's a few like, black guys up. that I made. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I'm not gonna hurt you, but I'm gonna lift you. <laughs> you know, I think you have a quote, Pastor, that says, "Marriage is brutal on selfish people." Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, there were a lot of things that led up to that. One of them being that I, I finally saw that I was selfish, and and mm. and it took uh, accountability people in my life to say, you know what, Mark, like you're you're pretty selfish in a lot of your ways. And so, uh, it, it took coming back to the cross and and really just. Uh, breaking that down and saying, all right, God, like I need you now more than ever to come in and, and change, you know, change me and, and help me become more like you, you know? And, wow. and uh, you got to share the part about, you know, you going. There's a uh, part he wants you to share, girl. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what I really want you to, <laughs> want you to say. He, we all want to hear now. We now I'm like, I want to hear that so part. Great. That, that you <laughs> haven't been, that you part. weren't at church, right? You didn't stop going to church. And then what happened? Right. So I had stopped going to church, um, you know, during the time where it Separated, yeah. Um, for it was about seven months. Yeah. Um, you know, and I was always, I I would say I was, you know, they call me the the Christian girl in school. So I love Jesus, right. you yeah, know. Yeah. And so I just didn't have those like rebellious stages mm -hmm. like yeah. at a young. They happened to you later. Right. Later. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's why. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, you know, not going to church for seven months. Um, people reaching out to me you know, that really cared about me. I was ignoring them. And um, one day I'm driving in my car and I'm like, okay, God, I know you're speaking to me, but it's, you know, because I've blocked you out is why I can't hear you. And mm -hmm. I, I remember sitting in my car and I'm driving and I told him, I said, I surrender to you. I surrender to you. And I told him, I said, I'm done. I'm done living like this. And so there was an, an exit coming up and I was going to this church I hadn't been to this church and I went and um, as soon as I you know walked in and I hadn't cried in seven months I was yeah. hard mm. as soon as I walked into that place I could feel God's presence and just rocked me so wow. I, I started weeping and um, I went up to the altar and long story short this um, woman comes up to me and she is from El Salvador Wow. Mind you, I don't have a wedding ring on. I'm, you know, trying to look as single as possible, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, with an angry face. Right. <laughs> and she comes up to me, and I had my eyes closed, and she said, she said, baby, she said, God told me to tell you that it's time for you to go back to your husband, and that from this day forward, you will never be the same again. Mm. And that wow. wrecked me. That, wow. that was it. It wow. almost wrecked like, me right now. <laughs> <laughs> And so, you know, for, I remember I, you know, I, I knew that I couldn't just call him and expect, oh, he'll come back to me, 
you know, and yeah. that took time and, you know, a lot of counseling and, That's cool. you know. So and you guys so have, you would, could you say that marriage works if you work it? Mm-hmm. Right. You, you had to put some work into it, right? Lots and of so, work. Lots of work. <laughs> and, and hey, it's a, it's, it's a lifelong process. Right. You know, because it's always becoming one. <laughs> you know, it's not like become one. You know, you're like becoming. So it's a consistent right. work. You know, consistently you guys are getting older. Things change. You know, baby season, no baby season, mm-hmm. teenager season, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Which, you know, praise the Lord. You know, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 like, let's not talk about that right now. But, um, man, that's so cool i really appreciate you guys uh being vulnerable even Mm -hmm. on the show to share because there's probably someone out there who's at their wits end in their marriage or even like angry there's a lot of angry people yeah like i think i think there there was that in both of your lives you know because it took mark saying that you know i'm being selfish right now and sharia to to say you know what even in these times even after my marriage is restored and everything's going good that you know i think that's part of what starting where you are if we've been talking about so much is that you can you can technically quote unquote be good but still have that time to be vulnerable you know be yes. honest with ourselves and say okay there's not a moment that we've arrived that there's still things that god's dealing with us internally Absolutely. Right. you know amen i just want people to understand that it's okay to have issues right it's okay to say hey well i struggle with addiction or i struggle with this or that whatever that may look like but realize that starting this path with God, it can happen right there, then and there, right? Yeah. And so all it took was her coming to, you know, uh, an opportunity, a divine appointment, I believe, where she met this person from El Salvador, right? And and that people often ask, like, you know, how did your marriage start coming back? And I'm like, honestly, it was all God, you yeah, know, because yeah. you're like, big shout out to El Salvador. They're like, they become missionaries. Yeah. They're like, uh, you know, We're 20 moving. years later. <laughs> no. <laughs> they become missionaries in Salvador because yeah. they're like, you don't understand. <laughs> Jesus at oh Salvador. You know? But I mean, that's what they're saying. It's safe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's super dope, oh man. That's super good. Uh, we're going to yeah. move on to the next segment, yeah. um, which, which, I mean, I think it perfectly applies to the what we're speaking about right now, right, mm. generation? So the next one we like to call it Dear Younger Me, right? Mm. So we shared you shared a little bit about your lives before and how you grew up, you know? So we want you all to take a, take a moment, right? Take us back to the younger version of yourself, whether it was, you know, a year or two years ago or the, you know, teenage you, right? What was that like? What was Mark, you know, doing? What was Sharia doing? And uh, what piece of advice would you give to that? younger version of yourself well to start i i uh was pursuing music at the time you know i still am active as a musician but uh i wanted that rock and roll look (laughs) (laughs) look. i'm saying like if you didn't play music i'd buy your guitar but (laughs) i mean you can still buy me guitar (laughs) oh my gosh He slipped like, that in there just in like, case. You just know? like, I, still, uh, I would play it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I was pursuing the whole rock and roll thing. And, and coming from, you know, being a selfish guy, I really liked the attention that, you know, playing in a band mm-hmm. and music got you. You know, no matter where you went, uh, you just got t- attention from anyone and everyone, right? Yeah. And so um, I, I didn't realize that that was really what was fueling an issue that I had with lust. You see what I'm saying? And yeah, so, yeah. Uh, and so what I, what I would go back and say, like, and, and to backtrack a little bit, my, my sister would always say, Mark, like, you're like the star child. You know, you, you love Jesus all these years and all this stuff. You were in church. And I recently told her, I said, Lauren, like, 
the difference was you weren't ashamed to live wild and, and crazy, right? Whereas I masked it with church. Mm-hmm. Man, that kind of gets me choked wow. up. But you see what I'm saying? Like I masked it with being in church, but really our lives were not that much different. Wow. And, and so I would just go back and tell the younger self to say, How hey, old were you? How, um, how old was that Mark you would talk to right now? Uh, anywhere from like 18, 21. All right. So 18, right. 18 year old, listen, 18 year old Mark. And you right. show up and what do you tell him? I would say, hey, bro, uh, nice hair. He's had hair. I started from birth. Yeah. This guy's like, I was born this way. Oh <laughs> so you would say, hey, bro, nice hair. No, I would say, hey, bro, uh, nice hair, but it's time to get real, man. It's time to like unmask yourself and let, you know, let's let's attack these issues. We know you got lust issues. We know you got selfish issues. We know that pride has consumed you. It's time to like get real and come to the cross because for a long time, like wow. I said, I love Jesus, mm-hmm. but really I wasn't living like it. You wow. just learned the phrase. Right. Mm-hmm. I kind of I yeah. kind of learned the, the, the routine and gone, gone through the motions and stuff, you know, yeah. I knew exactly what yeah. to say and how to mm-hmm. say it and you know people that think that a lot. he's got yeah. it together you know <laughs> sure sure so wow wow wow, wow. okay Shreya. <laughs> what's going on what year are you going to girl i'll go back she's like two years she's like well, three years <laughs> <She's> ago like, <laughs> <laughs> last week last week actually um i want to say between the ages of 12 to 15 okay um i dealt with uh being bullied and um i wanted to Whoa. commit suicide a lot of times um wow and um i would tell the younger version of me um to know your worth and to um read i would uh write scripture down and um post them Mm -hmm. sticky notes Mm -hmm. and i would read them and i would look at myself in the mirror and tell you know, to tell that person that you are beautiful, you are wonderfully made, you mm-hmm. you were created by God and, you know, his image. And, and so, yeah, um, we have a, a, a lot of teens right now that are dealing with, with suicide. And, you know, like I said at the beginning, not knowing who they are, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, wanting to be somebody else. And so, um, yeah. What would you say to somebody that is like listening and they're thinking, man, I, I'm contemplating suicide, and maybe they're your age now, you know, but they're thinking they don't want to live anymore. What would you tell them? Um, I would tell them that, um, you know, that, again, that you do have a purpose here and that God loves you so much. Uh-huh. And that, um, sorry, I try not to, because I can see myself from when I was Let's go ahead. that age. <laughs> it's okay. You can cry. You can cry on the radio. <laughs> and that um you're never alone he's always there Mm -hmm. you know and all you have to do is just just talk you know and i have young girls ask me well how do you talk how do you talk to him i'm like it's like we're having a conversation Mm -hmm. right here you know and he's listening and he will meet you and find somebody that you can talk to Mm -hmm. that will pour into you and so yeah that's really cool um hey let me ask you a question um what you know because we're doing dear younger me but right. i i want to do dear younger me right before you started having the marital issues that led you probably to your mistakes what would you tell that couple 
you know, because you didn't get to the years of, you know, it wasn't like you woke up one morning and we're leaving, you know, mm -hmm. it probably right. was a, a, a subtle, gradual, gradual yeah. thing. And so what would you say to that couple? What would you say to that husband? And then I want you to go, right? What would you say to that husband pre that so that that could have been avoided? Right. You get what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Um, I would I would tell, you know, any husband out there, especially myself before the separation. Yeah. Um, Pay attention to detail, you know, pay attention to, uh, you know, your wife and, and not just love languages, but um, I feel like even these personality tests that, you know, yeah. I've been taking lately uh, really helped us learn a lot about each other, you know, not only ourselves, wow. but uh, I feel like all of that factors in and, and, and most importantly, um, you know, kind of talking about the whole like mask thing and, and not really like being in rooted being in my you. word yeah, yeah. yeah uh that you know you always say like your relationship with god always dictates your relationship with your wife and your spouse and so i would look back and say hey you know my i, I was i said jesus i love you but you know I, I, there were still areas in my life that i didn't quite surrender to him you know i wow. didn't quite hand over mm -hmm. and and so that that I lived off of that, you know. I lived off of, um, you know, maybe believing some lies, uh, whether it was about myself, about our marriage, you know. Uh, and and man, I'm I'm learning firsthand that that could really mess the situation up if you just believe one lie from the enemy. Uh, you really, you know, it gives you that lens or perspective, and you yeah. just begin to live out out of that when it really yeah. was a lie the whole time, you know. Yeah, because belief drives emotions that always drive behavior. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So what you believe kind of creates some type of emotion, and it, those emotions always drive your behavior, you know? Mm -hmm. So what would you say, Sharia, to, uh, to that woman? Pre-separation. Yeah, mm -hmm. pre-separation. I would say find somebody, uh, another woman, to hold you accountable. And why I say that is because I was totally against that. <laughs> wow. um, Mark would try so hard to get me to, hey, let's sit down and let's, you know, get some counseling, you know, and no, nobody needs to know my business. I was that person yeah, and didn't realize like, hey, sh you know, I look back, I'm like, sure, if you would have done that, wow. it would have saved so much wow. trouble yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and heartbreak. <laughs> and so now I'm like, you know, I, you know, talk to other young couples that are going to get married. I'm like, do the premarital counseling. I tell, you know, even my sister now that she's engaged, I said, hey, get some find that woman and get premarital counseling yeah it will rock you and your marriage will rock yeah. <laughs> definitely yeah man that's so good so basically you need that other perspective you want to listen um and it's super i know this yeah. is going to be super random but it's kind of cute when uh your daughter uh draws something and she puts it <laughs> your daughter Rayma drew something and put it up he's like you know we're over here having an interview crying everything i look to the side all i see is <laughs> an art piece I you know see it. <laughs> right under the door yeah. that's hilarious that's man funny. so let's do the final one yeah um, and yo thank you so much yeah. you know i mean hey listen I, I, we need a this is real mm. button you know because <laughs> let me tell you something y'all kept it real um I, we've had a lot of interviews and talked to a lot of people but i gotta tell you something this is one of those interviews where i enjoyed very very much mm. um you know I, I mean obviously you know i love you guys very much i have a heart for you guys you know walked with you guys through a lot of things sure. but just to hear your growth and uh see uh, I guess see you say things that I wouldn't have seen you say before, but now 
you're very open and you're gonna save, you're, there's gonna be a lot of lives that are gonna be impacted through what you've said tonight mm -hmm. or today. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So next we're gonna yeah. go with. Now we go real serious, kind of like. Yeah, you know, like, all of a sudden, so, so what's up? <laughs> 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 no, but I think it, it's great stuff. And I, you know, at least for me, you know, who's not married, I think all of those things, those, um, the core belief of all of those realizations and moments you know that it applies to everyone absolutely know? so uh moving on we're gonna go into the next and the last one of pastor's favorites i think is you think you know me <laughs> yeah think you know me because <laughs> uh, you know we gave you a little bit of a snippet of you know what what they look like for those who are just listening on the radio um but you know even you just listening you hear them saying oh they're you know generations pastors yeah 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 they've been ministry for so long or you know you guys work out or have great style all of that so there might be you know some misconceptions that people have had about y'all yeah. right and and share with us what are they yeah and i'm gonna add a little to uh -huh. that so they could get a uh you know the the whole thought and the idea behind that is because we live in such a social media i Insta. don't even know what to call it and like Insta glimpse. you know highlight you know i've, I've shown <laughs> yeah. i guess pictures in the back where i go and everybody's thinking oh this picture meant that and then i tell people really what happened in that picture mm -hmm. right and and that's what we do we look at a picture and we just they don't even people don't even take the time to try to even know you or talk to you they just say something and most of the time it's in it's inaccurate it's not even right you know right. and so um, since you guys, do you guys experience that? Is there, you know, you think you know me moment where somebody says something and it's actually wrong? Um, you had a good one. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> um, I can, I'll go with, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> um, you know, I've had people tell me they're like, um, well, you know, you have the money, you could do it you know because of the way i dress or yeah. little do they know it's you know you know we have our moments where we've we've struggled and yeah, yeah. it's been you know like hard we've had our hard moments of like how are we going to pay this or how are we going to pay that or yeah. you know and people don't even know like they look at you and they're like oh she must have money because of how she dresses yeah you just know how to put it together yeah yeah right just because you broke or struggling don't mean you gotta look like it you want me to tear a hole in this shirt yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to prove it to That'd you pretty dope, <laughs> i know right now they come with the oh my god <laughs> but little do you know i grabbed my husband's t-shirt and rocked it or <laughs> You know? <laughs> hey, so. It's like if you work out, yeah. let, let me give you the success <laughs> tips. If you work out, you're so focused on the muscle that you don't even see the shirt. <laughs> you, know, you don't even see what I'm rocking. Before you say that, here's a note to husbands. If, if you work out, be sure to hide your favorite t-shirts from your wife because uh. she'll be sure to cut it into a crop top. Oh my, <laughs> oh my gosh. That's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. What about you, Mark? Have you ever had anything like that? Yeah, so, um, you know, I think a lot of people misunderstand my uh, excitement and energy, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she's laughing over here. She's like, mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, um, you know there, there was a moment where uh, I, you know, when we do worship, I, I just, I just a very passionate person. I like playing with passion, you know, yeah. um, just, just how I'm wired. I can't yeah. stop myself, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. and so with that being said, you know, I remember a, a pastor calling me down and say, hey, you know, he was honoring me for whatever reason. I don't remember, but he said, you know, you might see Mark having a good time jumping up and down and, and with his guitar, but <laughs> you have no idea what the struggle and the things that Mark has been through to get to this point, you know? Yeah. And so, 
I, I believe that I'm a very energetic person because, you know, of all the things, I'm just excited about God, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm just excited about, you know, where where he's brought us and Come here on. with this great people all Come around on. us. You have a praise in your lips. Yeah. <laughs> you want to continually, that's what happens though. Yeah. When yeah. something yeah. happens on the inside, right, right. you don't want to stop shouting about that's it. it. You know? It's that's like winning it. the lottery. I've never seen a real calm <laughs> you, you imagine if you would have won a million dollars, you know, like, yeah, I'm not going to say nothing. No, you're, gonna, you're probably going to have to, like, your cheeks are going to hurt uh -huh. from, like, you know, the big smile and everything, right? Yeah, because we right. get that all the time, you know, as Get Rap families. Exactly. We, we go to places uh, yeah. and they look at us like we're crazy. They're like, oh, yeah. they must be drunk. <laughs> I, I remember yeah. going with, like, a, a group, I guess, uh, I forgot, who, maybe it was, was Ashley's wedding. Oh, uh, wedding? Yeah, oh, yeah, wedding. it was Ashley's wedding. And we all went, and we, like, and so I think they had like some <laughs> drinks and some yeah. other people and and we were on like this life. We were yeah. just on life. We and, but we looked drunk. The, we looked the, more the drunk people than people who were drinking. <laughs> yeah. We were. That's crazy. You know, you know, sometimes our lives are, are, are disruptive. You know, our praise is disruptive, you Come know, on. just because, you know, God has brought, you know, like you and you, all of us from such a mm -hmm. crazy lifestyle Come in the past on. that we can't help but be like David and dance and, oh, and just yeah, celebrate. Yeah. Right now, I was going to shout. Know? Come on. <laughs> I was going to go into that whole you preacher could, mode. You can love God and dress nice. You could love God and be crazy and wild too. Like, you know what I mean? So, so many times people think that, you know, like Pastor was saying from the very beginning, that they're young, right? Why are you giving your life to God at yeah. this age, you know? But, you know, all of the wonderful things that, you know, quote unquote, the world tries to paint you that are great, Absolutely. they're even greater in God's Come on, world. Come on, man. Yeah. Hey, once you go first class, you don't want to go coach. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's just a real thing. Like, on the cool, like, uh -huh. like once you go heaven, you don't want to read, you don't want to live in earth no more, yeah. man. Paul was betwixt. Right. He's like, man, I want to go. Yeah. And if <laughs> you think that you've gone and then you've gone back, it's because you haven't really truly tasted it. You know? Ooh, that's so good. Yeah. That's so good. good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say it. Say it. I, I can't tell you how many times, like, we've been at a youth camp or retreat yeah. and other youth pastors or leaders come up to us and just apologize for being rude or, you know, yeah, yeah. like, I'm sorry. Come on. You know? You're like, rebuke. <laughs> like, yeah, listen, I'm kidding. We got uh, 30 seconds. Tell them where they could find you guys as Generation Pastors and whatnot and a little bit of that. You got 28 seconds. You've got it. Find us on, on Instagram. Uh, yep. We're at Get Rap Students yep. every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. right here in the north part of Houston, Spring, Texas. Come on through. And what do you guys do? You guys have a blast out there or what? Oh, man, it, it's not. Uh, it, I mean, we have the most crazy nights of the week. I mean, super cool. All kinds of crowd surfing, all kinds of praise dancing, and a real message that will transform you, you know? Mm -hmm. Awesome. And so, you know what? We just want to thank you so much for being a part of This Is Real. Mark and Sharia, you guys had an incredible story. You guys have shared so much that it's going to impact lives. We're so excited about what's going to happen at This Is Real. You guys stay tuned for what is going to get even hotter. Yeah, thank you guys for coming on. And thank you to everyone for tuning in to This Is Real. Be sure to watch us on YouTube at This Is Real with Juan Martinez. And if you're looking for a home church, visit us at www.getwrap.tv for all of the information. Or write us at PO Box 671-626, Houston, Texas. 77267 and we want to thank all of our partners for making this show possible by showing love and support and if you would like to partner with us visit juanmartinez.tv next we're going to leave you all with our heavy hitter of the week and this week's heavy hitter is indescribable by hillsong young and free featuring un corazon and what up rg you sure did describe that and as we like to say <laughs> that's, that's a wrap Search me out, now I'm caught up in your craze.
He may have más redimido You're indescribable In every way You search me out And now I'm caught up in your grace I just can't help 